Can God use your past? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you'll hear from Scott Hinkle with Scott Hinkle Outreach Ministries, who is a former drug addict who God uses to reach many people today with the loving message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. You know, when you think about your past, at least for me, it was something I just didn't want to think about anymore and honestly didn't want to constantly bring it up. Mm. But I know the importance of when we overcome something and we get through it, how we can also use that to help other people to grow and overcome as well. Yeah, I think that it's so tempting just to hide our past Mm -hmm. be like, well, it's in the past. I don't want to think about it anymore, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, but God can actually use your past, especially if it's something that he has done for you in your past. Mm -hmm. It can be that he's forgiven you of something or something that he's done for you. Like he got you out of a financial pickle. Mm -hmm. He got you out of a marital issue. You know, there's something where you had messed up, but then God came to the rescue. It's important to talk about those things and actually God will use it. I mean, if you think about it in the Bible, in Luke chapter 8, it talks about a man who was demon possessed. I mean, this guy was crazy. Mm. And Jesus rebukes the demons out of him and tells him when he's like, Jesus, I want to follow you. He says, no, return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And what's amazing about that is that this man was recorded as proclaiming about Jesus everywhere through Mm -hmm. all the city, all the great things that Jesus had done. And that's what we are called to do, to tell people what Jesus has done in our past, because the thing that he did in our past, he'll also do again today. And I think it's important not to be ashamed of those things. All too often we feel guilt and shame, but when you know that Jesus has forgiven you of all that you've done, then you can live guilt-free and say, that's who I was. It's not who I am now. And that's what's so significant Mm. about it is saying, okay, I was this way, but God changed me. And if he changed me, he can change you. Let's hear from Scott Hinkle after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Online. Hello, everyone. And joining us is Scott Hinkle. He is the founder of Scott Hinkle Outreach Ministries, and we're going to find out all about this amazing outreach and ministry. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm honored to be with you guys. You know, what I love about your ministry is that you really know how to reach people because you have a story of your own. You were a heroin addict and lived that life for a while until you had a powerful encounter with the Lord. In fact, you heard a soft whisper in your heart and there was someone who told you about the Lord. Can you tell me in that moment how your life changed? Literally, as I was sitting in the front seat of a 1969 red, white Malibu Chevy, I was confronted with someone that had Jesus in their life, and I just saw the reality. It wasn't the words, but he was being salt and light to me at that moment. And I wanted what he had, and not what, but who he had. I didn't know that. 
But as I bowed my head in the front seat of his car and began to just cry out in my heart, I didn't know I needed to verbalize anything. But in my heart, I said these exact words, God, if you can do everything he's talking about, then go on ahead and do it. It's you or the gutter, God. I've been in the gutter. I'm out of options. And then immediately, I felt someone come inside of me, and it was Jesus. And I felt him cleaning and cleansing me. And I felt like there was a guy with painter's coveralls and a scrub brush and a hose just cleaning me out from the inside. And I felt like all of that drained away. Oh my gosh. And from that point on, you were so changed just in that moment that you wanted to tell the world what happened to you. Your life started to change every day. Tell me some of the changes and how you started doing ministry right off the bat. Well, within about 90 minutes after I left this encounter in the root beer stand parking lot and met Christ, I ran into a kid that I knew standing in front of the high school. And I just looked at him. I said, man, I just asked Jesus in my life. I don't have to do drugs anymore. Don't you knock him till you try him. And that was it. I mean, (laughs) I've been a Christian for 90 minutes. How much (laughs) can you learn? But I told everything I knew. And the change in my life was so dramatic. I had long hair. I had a pierced ear and all of this stuff. And I ended up getting a haircut a lot shorter than I anticipated. But that's another story. (laughs) I looked in the mirror. I saw the ring. I thought, you know what? This doesn't go with the new me. And I got rid of the ring. And doors began to open for me to share my story, my testimony. I traveled with a local evangelist there, a little church that I got plugged into, a phenomenal little church I later went to two Bible schools. I went to Christ for the Nations, and today it's Life Pacific University, but it was Life Bible College, the Bible college founded by Amy Semple McPherson Mm. in Los Angeles. We began to travel. We launched a ministry in Denver called the Holy Ghost Repair Service Mm. that had a coffee house, bookstore, multifaceted outreach and ministry concerts during the crux of that right on Colfax, in the heart of all of the hippie drug culture and everything crazy going on in the greater Denver area. From there, continued to travel. I was traveling and speaking and was scheduled to speak at a Christian drug rehabilitation ministry for women in Pennsylvania. And I went and was a guest speaker in their chapel. Then a little later on, the girls' ministry there asked if I'd come teach and be over their Bible program and some other things. And I met a young lady there, and today she's my wife. We met. We began to serve in the ministry there. Our very first date was going out to a local church, showing the movie The Cross and the Switchblade, and Hmm. I was to speak. She was a part of the ministry team, and after several years, we reconnected with Charles and, at that time, Judy McFeeders, the man that led me to the Lord that helped start the ministry in Denver, and we felt like God called us to go to Hollywood. He'd come out of Hollywood. And so we had moved there, relaunched that whole outreach ministry there that continues on today under the name of the Oasis of Hollywood. And then after a brief season there, the Lord began to deal with Nancy and I to come back to Dallas and launch a national outreach and evangelistic ministry. We came here, someone, a friend of ours that we'd known from Bible school had a rental house. And they said, hey, you can come rent our house. And we had two children. So we moved across the country and just began to go to the streets here, Mm. uh, do outreaches. Our ministry was launched really in doing street outreaches and rallies and preaching on the streets in New York and Hollywood and Dallas and spring break in Florida and just about every other place you can think of across the country, mobilizing people to share the good news. 
Wow. And you guys also go to New Orleans and you raise up a whole huge team and you've been doing that for many years. Tell me about that. You know, as we were moving across the country on our faith move from Los Angeles to Texas, the Lord dropped in my heart to take a team to Mardi Gras, New Orleans. Now, Nancy and I had directed a girl's home outside of New Orleans. I'd gone in one day when a Bible school had sent a team and just witnessed with them during Mardi Gras. And then the Lord said, come and take a team there. So I had preached youth rallies around the city and knew a lot of folks here and began to go door to door and say, hey, I'd like to train your people to witness. I'll take them down to Mardi Gras, New Orleans. They'll win souls and they'll come back and be the greatest soul winners in your church. It's kind of like taking somebody to the Super Bowl and they beat the hardest and toughest team in the NFL. Then you come back and have them play Pop Warner football. (laughs) And out of all of the recruiting and faith we exhibited, we had nine people that came and somebody let me borrow a van that they were bolder than the people that went. But today we partner with some dear friends, the Rock Family Worship Center in Huntsville, and we have about three to 400 people that come from all over the country. We train, we prepare them. They're part of season teams. We just go out and talk to people about Jesus, lead people to Jesus. People get saved, people get delivered, people get healed, backsliders, divine appointments. And we've seen God make a phenomenal difference, taking that moral sewer and turning it into a spawning ground of new birth and life and Wow, that's powerful. And there are people listening who have a call on their life. They want to get out there and reach people, but they're not sure how or where to go, who to connect to. Can you let us know if there's opportunity for them to link arms with you? Maybe you have a website or some way for them to reach you right now if they want to get involved or help out financially. Absolutely. Our website is simply Scott Hinkle, S-C-O-T-T-H-I-N-K-L-E dot O-R-G. Of course, we're on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and whatnot. But through the website, is a great way to connect with us. There are some materials there. I wrote a little book several years ago called Christian Come Out of the Closet. Now, it's about mm-hmm. coming out of the closet of our life and the church as the bride of Christ and letting God use us to win souls. Mm-hmm. It's a one-hour positive practical read to help people share their faith in everyday life. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Powerful. And that's available there and has been used all over the world. Thank Amen. you so much, Scott. So again, give us your website, and we're going to pray for those who are listening and maybe they feel a call in their life and want to get connected, or maybe they just need to get connected to the source, which is Jesus. Again, our website is Scott Hinkle, S-C-O-T-T-H-I-N-K-L-E dot O-R-G. And our heart is to make the gospel known to everybody and help everyone be used by God to share good news in the world that they live in. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Scott, and your beautiful wife, Nancy. Thank you. Thank you. You know, when you're living a life where you're sharing your faith, life and your faith become activated, it becomes exciting, and it really is living on the edge because it's not easy to share your faith with others. Right. Though it's a good message, sometimes people get confused and they mm-hmm. think it's a bad message. Right. <laughs> but the message of Jesus Christ is a good message. It is a message of salvation. It is a message of saying you have a purpose and a plan that God has for your life. And he wants to walk with you and walk you through it. So Jesus, empower us, Lord God, with that message. Burn it into our hearts 
enable it in our tongues so that yes, we can Lord. speak and we can preach your word. Mm-hmm. And Father, for the person who's out there and saying, I need more training in this, I need to activate this exciting part of my faith, mm-hmm. help them, Lord God, to reach out to Scott or reach yes. out to us. We thank you, Lord God. And Jesus, we love you. Give us the heart and the desire to reach after those who don't know you Mm -hmm. because of how dark that really is. Mm -hmm. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.